0: Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we take a look at the astrological energies from January 4th until January 11th as we continue on through Capricorn season. And we have some lovely energies unfolding this week. We're going to have the Cancer full moon on January 6th, which we will be talking about. We are also going to have trines occurring between various planets. Trines are the the energies of support ease, benefits. This is where something can come together easily or happen in a way that just flows. Trines support us in feeling reassuring and that could be a wonderful message over this week, especially as we're moving through a super retrograde period. So these trines are going to help you connect some dots, bring some things together, provide some grace and ease, and even give you insight into what is working and what to continue to put your energy towards now the super retrograde that we're in involves both mars retrograde and mercury retrograde and it's a super retrograde because mercury is the ruler of this mars in gemini retrograde energy so it could even feel like there's things that you've really got to slow down and think about Think it through. Really be clear on your word choice, on what you want to express or say. Really give yourself more time to look at the long-term benefits or consequences. And that's because Mercury retrograde in Capricorn wants us to pull back our energy and really sit with something. Capricorn is about serious contemplation, being responsible, looking at what is involved, what are the commitments, how can this play out, you know, what is being required of you. And so, this would be a good time to give yourself more space to think things through. To not rush and to continue to trust that you're not going to miss anything, and that's important to note because when we have these pullback periods or these slowdowns, it could feel like you're out of sync with your natural energy or your natural flow. Where perhaps naturally you would go ahead and do the thing or send the email or say what you need to say, but when we have these double retrogrades, we can. Trust it. We can trust that it's okay to take more time to sit with something longer. You can trust the fact that maybe you're not going to respond to somebody right away. You'll get back to them next Tuesday. So, when we are tapped in and synced in to these energies, it supports us in seeing where we're supported and also knowing that it's important at times to work with these energies for our own benefit. And with the retrogrades, these double retrogrades going on with both Mars and Mercury, it could also feel like The universe is reminding you to dig in to more of your own energy, to give yourself that time and space and to know that that is supported, that there are energies here that the more that we trust the flow, and maybe this means biting your tongue, maybe this means holding back on something that you want to do. There's a divine reason for that and you won't always know the reason You won't know it. You won't know, well, why was I feeling like I should hold back in reaching out to this person? Or why was I feeling I shouldn't make a choice just yet, that the energy wasn't quite clear? Well, there's reasons for that, but we don't always know the reasons. And this can be difficult for our minds. This is where we're looking for information. Tell me why. You know, I want to understand what's going on. And we don't always know that during the retrograde periods. So we have opportunities here to trust the energy even more and to know that it's okay to let something be. Let it be, let it sit, let it just be right over there in the corner. Maybe it's staring at you and you're like, I'm sorry, I can't deal with this just yet because the energy isn't quite optimum. The energy isn't exactly where it needs to be. And so astrology tunes us in to these various frequencies, as well as gives us opportunities to trust ourselves more, to trust the energy you're feeling, to trust what's coming up. And again, to hold back if that's what feels correct for you and to know that there is a divine reason for it, even if you don't know why in the moment. So Mercury retrograde in Capricorn lasts until January 18th and Mars retrograde in Gemini lasts until January 12th. So that's just next week. So this Mars is moving very slowly right now and is hanging out at 8 degrees of Gemini for a few weeks. So if you have any planets or points around 8 degrees of the air signs, the air signs being Gemini. Libra Aquarius, then this Mars could feel almost like a monkey on your back. It could feel like it's just hanging out, sort of revving the engines, wanting to get going, and you might need support in moving that energy so that it is still flowing and it's not feeling like you're just running in circles, although that could be the case at this time. If you have planets or points around eight degrees of the mutable signs, the mutable signs being Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius, and Pisces, then this Mars could feel like indecision, frustration, and impatience. Like, I want to go. I'm ready to do the thing. But there's like the universe is pulling the back of your shirt, right? Like, nope, you can't go yet. Nope, I'm keeping you tethered to something. Nope, it's not time. So continue to trust that. And again, move the energy for your own benefit. Move the energy so you're not circling and spinning and not creating more anxiety or worry or frustration about anything that doesn't Feel like you have a green light yet. And again, Mars is going to station direct January 12th and 13th. And that station direct is similar to applying the brakes when you are reversing the vehicle. So you reverse the vehicle, make a full and complete stop, then shift it into drive and go forward. That's how the energy feels. It feels like there is a slowdown. And in Gemini, Keep breathing. Breathe deeply. Gemini is an air sign. So really working at the breath work, trusting what is coming up for you to think about more, to work through more. And that Mars in Gemini is going to be ready to go, but it actually doesn't pick up the pace until February. So wherever this Mars is retrograding in your natal chart is where you've been perhaps course correcting, redoing some things, looking at it with new information, gathering more details. Gemini is our energy of verbal expression and how we communicate what we're thinking. Now, when Gemini is out of balance, it means there's too much thinking going on and not enough expression. Conversely, it could be too much talking and not enough thinking. And you think about how the healthy exchange here is that you give yourself time to think something through and then you state it and express it. You light up that throat chakra. And it could be that you feeling like you've had to hold back your thoughts or perhaps not say everything you were thinking. And that's because part of this energy is to look at what is really true for you now, not what can you simply take action on because it's in front of you. Mars and Gemini can be very immediate. So our response rates have been asked to slow down when Mars is retrograde, especially in Gemini, slowing down our response or reaction, slowing down a reply, slowing it down so that you can bring it in, breathe through it and sit with it. Sit with that energy and really consider, is this true for me? Is this really what I want to put my energy into? I think it's also interesting to note that Gemini being the first air sign is the first sign of verbal expression. And sometimes we need to rework what we're saying, make it more clear, make it more interesting, or just make sure we're communicating what is necessary and not over communicating. So keep in mind that could be a big theme right now. And it's also where this Mercury retrograde is supporting us in slowing down, taking steps back, and sitting with something. Mercury retrograding Capricorn wants time. I need some time and space to process this and to think it through. I'll get back to you next week. So you could be feeling that or seeing that in your workplace or in your career. You could be sensing that just in the energy field or just in yourself that, yeah, we come back from the holidays and people get back into their routines and things get going again, but there's a slower energy right now that we're meant to trust and work with. Now, this Mercury retrograde in Capricorn is going to be conjunct the sun around the Cancer full moon, and this is on January 7th is when it's exact. And whenever Mercury retrograde is conjunct the sun, the sun is amplifying Mercury's own process and lighting up what Mercury didn't see before. So you think about that sun being a giant spotlight, a giant life force of energy shining on Mercury, the messenger planet. So we're looking this week at what new information is coming in that you're meant to be aware of, you're meant to think about. The sun conjunct Mercury happens multiple times a year, and it's also an opportunity for us to get into alignment with our energy source, with what we're thinking what we're saying and who we truly are, which is the sun. So there's an opportunity here to ensure that you are in alignment in the Capricorn areas of your chart. Now, this exact alignment happens at 17 degrees of Capricorn. That's where the sun will be conjunct Mercury retrograde. So look in your chart at where you have 17 degrees of Capricorn, and this is where you are learning to harness the energy of Capricorn, which involves maturity, self-respect, personal integrity, speaking with dignity, really honoring what you have to say and putting it out there in a way that is strong. This could be the energy of declaring something. And yes, Mercury is retrograde, so it's something that you don't want to do impulsively, but you've been thinking it through. This is also where the sun's warmth and heat and life force invigorates Mercury, brings in new thoughts, new ways to handle something. And you could have a new solution come through, a new way perhaps to approach a conversation or to communicate something that is important and vital. So the sun conjunct Mercury in Capricorn happens at 17 degrees on January 7th, and there could be more that comes to light. Of course, think again of that sun being the biggest light in our solar system, and it is illuminating something that you're meant to understand or sit with, to think about, to contemplate. Then the next day on January 8th, that Mercury retrograde in Capricorn will trine Uranus retrograde in Taurus at 15 degrees. And this can be a surprise, a new solution, a sudden discovery. This is meant to be something beneficial because it's a trine. So it can certainly be good news. Both planets are retrograde. And so what's interesting is that it could have been something that you've already known about and now it's showing up. Something you've already been thinking through or aware of. And now there is a new energy or new pathway opening up. So keep in mind that this can be something finally clicking and you feel like, yes, this can happen. This is going to make some progress. So even though Mercury is retrograde, this energy is still experiencing positive energy and you could be feeling that. And keep in mind that the Mercury retrograde always works with whichever astrological sign it is the most so any planets or points you have in capricorn would be feeling this mercury retrograde more personally although it is working with all of us but it is helping you to focus on those re words reconsider reprioritize, re-evaluate, and make sure that you're remaining in alignment with what you truly want for the long term, what truly matters to you today. I also feel like Mercury Retrograde is wonderful to establish various rituals that support your energy, whether that is things you need to check in on in your daily life, in your world, whether those are things that you need to organize or you want to stay on top of. Uh, this could be a time when you catch up on the tasks that you didn't have time for previously, especially during the holiday season. So Mercury Retrograde still in effect, and keep in mind that I have done some separate podcast episodes for you on Mercury Retrograde and Capricorn, as well as the Super Retrograde of Mercury and Mars both being retrograde as the year begins. Now let's take a look at some of the other transiting aspects happening this week. On January 5th, the sun in Capricorn trines Uranus retrograde in Taurus at 15 degrees. And this is typically a day of beneficial developments. The sun working with Uranus can bring about something that is delightful, that is happy, uplifting. This is surprises. This is things coming through that are unexpected, but in a good way. This could be where you're just feeling like you have an understanding, a solution. This is occurring in the earth signs, earth being Taurus, Virgo, Capricorn. This is happening with the sun in Capricorn, Uranus retrograde in Taurus. And what they're doing is connecting something in our physical reality in our physical lives. So there could be something that comes through that you were waiting on this news. You were hoping something would happen, you know, fingers crossed. This is where there could be something that just gives you a boost of energy, that just gives you a sense of, yes, this is occurring. Yes, I want this in my life, in my world, in my body. This can be something that is supporting whatever you are transitioning through. I also feel like with the Uranus energy, there tends to be an increase in the frequency. So it could feel like something that was moving slowly. Now it has some acceleration behind it. Uranus is also the higher frequency of Mercury. And that is important to note because Uranus is an outer planet connected to universal intelligence and cosmic energies, and it has a direct line to Mercury, which is our individual mind, our personal perceptions of something. And so when there is strong Uranus energy, there can be a download here. There can be something that just comes through, like it hits you in a good way or it shows up as a positive breakthrough and it's meant to move the energy forward. So again, that is happening on January 5th and then on January 8th is the day that Mercury in Capricorn trines Uranus and so I feel like this could be a good week for these breakthroughs I've got it yes I know what I want to do and maybe that's something you've already been thinking about and contemplating maybe it came up last year maybe it's something that's been in the back of your mind but now the energy has changed and you're ready to move forward with it So when we have these positive trines from Uranus, it almost could feel like you're busting through a brick wall. Even if that is just something you are feeling energetically, you could feel like, yes, I'm out of the gate. Yes, I'm breaking free and the energy is opening up. So that is a wonderful thing to keep an eye on in yourself where you're feeling that energy coming through that gives you a yes I'm gonna go for it I want to try it now it's connecting now it's clicking and remember because it's in the earth signs it's something tangible it's something real it's something in your physical environment that you're ready to move towards or open up to Now, the other important energy this week is the Cancer Full Moon happening at 16 degrees of cancer in your chart on January 6th. Now, because this is happening at 16 degrees of cancer, it's actually in alignment with the energy of Sirius. Sirius is located at 14 degrees of Cancer and it is known as the planet connected to our spiritual life force, our spiritual sun. It is the brightest star that we often see in the sky and this particular Cancerful Moon being conjunct that energy directly relates to opening up in our emotional growth, opening up and expanding awareness around our feelings, what we're holding within, how we're trusting ourselves. This full moon has more life force because of its conjunction to Sirius, and it's also revealing more of what you're ready to let go of. Now, Cancer is the first water sign in the zodiac wheel, and Cancer is connected to what we hold on to, what we feel and sense from previous experiences. What we're holding on to as well through our family lineage, through our ancestors, through what they've been in or been through, and what we are embodying through our emotional selves. So basically, this is a cancer full moon that is opening us up into more awareness of how it is time and it is safe to let go of something that is no longer energetically supportive going forward. And this is something that could come up through that emotional body. It could also be nostalgic. It could be something that maybe you've been feeling, you know, kind of digging into and feeling around. And it just feels like the thing that you're like, how do I move through this? How do I let this go? How do I transition into a different experience of this? And this Cancer full moon can support you in that process. Cancer supports us in our emotional growth, in how we are understanding our own needs. Sometimes the cancer energy will over-provide, over let me take care of you. It is very nurturing, sensitive. It taps in to what's not being said. Cancer taps into what someone is feeling almost like you walk into a room and you can sense, ooh, they're having a bad day or someone's, you know, going through something that's really hard. I can feel it in their energy. Conversely, you can feel when someone is feeling very positive and uplifted and you're aware of that energy frequency as well. So I feel like this particular cancer full moon because it's working with Sirius, there is something that is evolving emotionally within us emotional evolution, something that we're being supported in turning over, turning over a new leaf, letting something go, no longer holding it. It could almost feel like you're grasping onto the past. And this is something that cancer does unconsciously because of the sentimentality, being connected to the emotional frequency of an experience. There could be something that comes up in your awareness during this Cancer Full Moon that shines a light on what you no longer need. And it's for your spiritual growth. So we have some key themes to look at here for this Cancer Full Moon. It's looking at your emotional evolution, your spiritual growth through your emotional body. It's looking at what parts of the past, but even past versions of yourself, past experiences, former reactions that you used to have or feelings, what is ready to evolve into a higher state because with this connection to Sirius, it's beautifully supported. You could feel something dropping off or falling away. You could feel like there's things from the past that are no longer in your energy, no longer in your heart, no longer in your mind. You could feel a cleanse or a release if you have the intention to work with this Cancer full moon in that capacity. Now, the moon is in Cancer and the sun is in Capricorn. They are both at 16 degrees in an opposition. That's what creates a full moon. But this is also the astrological axis of family, of where you've come from, of your elders and your ancestors, a direct connection to your family lineage, the generations that came before you, as well as the generations that will come after you. And we're doing such big work right now that what we're doing is also working with our own DNA, with our own energy frequency. We're looking at various versions of ourselves that are ready to keep evolving and to keep growing Because there is some kind of connection to the family here. And you might have an awareness over this Cancer Full Moon of things that have been perpetuated in your family. Or certain traits that have been unconscious. Or some things that maybe you thought would always be the case. But so many of you being the light bringers in your family lineage. Being the ones who are here to step up and perhaps stop anything that has been damaging, you're ending and healing the trauma, you're ending and healing any cycles of abuse or unhealthy relationship patterns. There's things that you are more aware of perhaps than previous generations and this is a lifetime where those lineage lines are changing, where we're actively doing a lot of intense energy work that is shifting who we are, shifting the energy at a cellular level and opening us up to more lightness. It could feel like you are removing the density from your family lineage. You are noticing things that have been unconscious. You're noticing what is no longer energetically supported. And that's what I feel is also strong at this time is that the Cancer full moon working with Sirius is shining a big light on the evolutionary process that we're moving through as well as how our bodies are handling it, how our emotional selves are handling it and where we can continue to trust ourselves. Cancer learns how to trust what it feels and to not diminish it, to not hold back. And part of Cancer is learning to validate yourself, validate your own feelings, and to know that that's really all you need. And so with this energy between both Cancer and Capricorn, there's a focus on where you've been through, again, your family lineage, your ancestors, where you've come from, and then where you're going, and that is Capricorn. Capricorn is about what we're moving into, the generations to come, But based on what is developed and seeded at this time in the present moment, Capricorn is also about our elders and mentors. It's also our parents, what your parents taught you, what you've learned from your parents, and is it still true for you? And so with the strong Capricorn energies that we've been moving through, especially since Pluto entered Capricorn back in 2008, 2009, this is a time to look at what you have been dismantling and changing in your lineage, in your family's upcoming development, again, for future generations. But there's also something here that is coming into balance. And stay with me. I want to take you on a little journey here about Capricorn. So we think of Capricorn often as masculine, Because we think of it through the lens of patriarchy. But Capricorn is an earth sign and a feminine energy. And so when you think of it would be Saturn. But we think of Saturn as masculine energy. But what we are needing to remember, and this would be part of Cancer, is remember How the planet hasn't always lived within a patriarchal structure. In fact, there have been many times in the history of our planet when matriarchy was the ruling energy, when there was even a balance between matriarchy and patriarchy. So I find it quite fascinating that part of the journey of Pluto and Capricorn is looking at the unhealthy power structures that are on the planet and helping us to reconceptualize what we truly need and we need balance we need both the patriarchy and matriarchy in a healthy working relationship and the difference between patriarchy and matriarchy uh, there are many differences there's differences in themes and values some people think that matriarchy is oh well you just replace men with women it's like no that's not how that works what you're looking at are the values within each and how when we open up to the health. The expressions and rituals and values of each, then we really come alive because it helps us energetically balance within us our own internal matriarchy and patriarchy systems. And I feel that's been one of the opportunities of Pluto and Capricorn is that we're taking apart and things are falling down, collapsing, that are no longer in a healthy balance of energy, that are no longer operating for the highest good of all. And so at this time, when we have the energies in Capricorn plus the Cancer full moon, you could have some awareness around your own personal energy, around what is out of balance. And you could, of course, look at it in terms of patriarchy, matriarchy. You could look at it in terms of masculine and feminine. And you could assess, you know, what do I need internally to feel like I'm in my power, But I'm open to all of my energy, my fullness. I'm not just staying in one particular expression of what my parents taught me or what I thought I should be in the world. Rather, I'm opening up to the fact that there is more of me that is coming alive and opening up that I can trust, I can work with, I can apply in my life, and I can understand that a new harmony is possible, a new internal harmony. And we have that opportunity with every full moon, but this particular one could have you looking at, again, your, your childhood, your past, uh, things that you've already been through. One thing about cancer is that it reveals unprocessed feelings, what you haven't truly looked at what you haven't really faced, and I feel like this could be a Cancer full moon that maybe brings up not only something within you to actively look at, but it could be a theme that's run through your parents, that's run through your family, your siblings, uh, your, your bigger bloodlines, and it could even be a lot. It could be a little bit overwhelming. This particular Cancer full moon has a square from Chiron now direct at 12 degrees of Aries and that square makes us more sensitive and it also feels more personal in Aries. So there is perhaps a trigger warning here that something could come up that either triggers a healing, triggers an awareness, triggers something from childhood, something you didn't get from your parents So this can run deep, but I just wanted to highlight the themes because we have the cosmic support of Sirius to move us through any emotions that come up and to help you get to the other side of it. And for all the ways that the cancer energy is tender and sensitive and can feel a lot, it also wants us to go there wants us to go into those places within us so that we can tap into something that we don't have to hide from anymore. And that would be another theme to look at. Is there a part of your heart, of your emotional self, of your needs? Is there something you've been hiding from that you need? And Of course, be honest with yourself, this is private, you don't have to tell a soul, but it's sitting with it and honoring, what have I been hiding from myself that maybe isn't serving me anymore, that I want to open up to and honor and trust? I feel this really occurring in the heart chakra. And it does feel emotional. It could feel like a dam is bursting, something's opening up, like you're flooded with emotions and you're looking at how to handle it. Thankfully, the Capricorn energies will give you the strength and the ability to take care of it, whatever comes up. But to know that part of what we are moving through is a really big release. It feels like a big energetic release of where you've been. And again, cancer is about the past, meaning energy threads that you're still connected to, things that have not been fully acknowledged or processed. I mean, it could be as simple as you realize, wow, I was never really seen or validated for my talents when I was younger. And maybe something comes up and reveals that to you for you to work through it, but you can work through it faster with this energy. There could also be the sense here that you're opening up to new parts of your heart space that previously felt very vulnerable. And that cancer energy will shut down when it feels overly vulnerable. It becomes defensive. It pulls back. It retracts. It like goes to hide in its little hermit crab shell. But what we're meant to do at this time is to simply acknowledge it. And it could be that you're feeling something that you've been trying to push away or repress or hold back. But because we're working with cosmic energies, it's going to come forward for your best and highest good. And this could be what changes things for you in ways that you're not even aware of in the moment. And keep in mind... Because it relates to family lineage, it could be something that you're also energetically shifting for your mother, for your father, for your siblings, for your grandparents, for your aunties and your uncles and everyone out there that you have some type of connection to. This could be something that is significant. Now, that won't be the case for everyone. For some of you, the Cancer full moon will just kind of be another day. Like you'll feel something come up, but it won't be amplified. The energies are always the strongest when the exact degree point is working with your planets or points in the same energies. So if you have planets or points at 16 degrees of the cardinal signs, you're going to feel this energy the most. The cardinal signs are Aries, Cancer, Libra, Capricorn. And I would give this an orb of 5 degrees on either side. So even though the Cancer Full Moon is at 16 degrees, you could go to 11 to 21 degrees. All right. 11 to 21 degrees is where the energy is the most intense and where you would feel it the strongest, especially planets or points in the cardinal signs. And keep in mind, when I say points, I'm referring to the points in your natal chart, which would be your ascendant, descendant, midheaven, IC. also the points would be your north node, your south node, your part of fortune, basically anything that's not a planet or a star, a fixed star. So those are the energies that are the most alive during this Cancer full moon. And I have a separate video for you on YouTube that discusses this chart even more if you wanna check that out. Now, I also wanna touch on Venus now in Aquarius as she is making some aspects this week. She has a sextile to Jupiter in Aries at one degree on January 4th. And this is something beneficial, something that you want, something that you love. Whenever Venus interacts with Jupiter, there's an expansion of happiness, of positivity, of just something perhaps coming through. It's always good to watch your money when Venus connects with Jupiter because you can easily overspend. But this is also an aspect where you invest or you spend on something that you really want and that is good for you. Then we're going to see Venus in Aquarius trine Mars retrograde in Gemini at eight degrees and this happens on January 9th and remember Mars is hanging out at eight degrees for a few weeks so here comes Venus in Aquarius trining Mars giving support to Mars giving opportunities Venus in Aquarius knows people. She has friends. She has a circle. She can bring in the right people to connect to. Venus and Mars are also known as the lovers. And so this is a positive energy for relationships, partnerships, collaborations, co-creations, because there's good ideas here. There's good things that are connecting that are in the mix, and it feels like this Venus in Aquarius, she has an understanding of where she wants to go, and Mars is going to kick into gear with it later in January and February, so there could be something that shows up here around January 9th, where Venus brings in something positive, a good development, something to move towards. And that's what she's giving this Mars who's still retrograde and moving very slowly. She's giving him an idea of what to move towards, what could be worth it, what is a great thing to be aware of, and where he can place his energy going forward. So we love to see the Good aspects between Venus and Mars because again there can be more harmony. There can be more things that are unfolding with ease and grace. We're also going to see this Venus in Aquarius square the nodes and that's going to happen at 10 degrees on January 11th and Venus squaring the nodes means that she has to let something go. And that's because she squares that south node in Scorpio and she could struggle with it. You know, there could be something like, do I put this in the donation bin or do I keep it for another five years? Do I hang on to these clothes or should I get rid of them? And this particular aspect is get rid of them. So there could be things that you're clearing out, you're cleaning out, you're like, you know, I haven't worn that dress for three years, I'm going to donate it. Or there's things you're looking at in your environment that no longer energetically support you, that don't hold the frequency, or they're not encouraging you to basically be in your energy. So this would be a good time to look at what you no longer need. What you no longer need, even if a part of you has been attached to it, there could be something where you're just shifting gears and you're having this reality check of, you know. I don't really need that anymore. I don't really want that. So keep in mind that Venus squaring the nodes is about letting something go so you have room and space for what you truly want next. So that can be good for cleaning out, clearing out, renovating, making room, making space, and just understanding how when you pass something on, you're then allowing someone else to benefit from it. Whether that is your favorite dress or a piece of jewelry or something in your home that no longer serves a purpose, you can hold that intention that I'm going to let go of this chair. It's in good shape. I don't need it anymore. It doesn't fit, but I truly bless the next person who uses this chair, who wants this chair in their home. So I think of that as a healthy way to work with Venus squaring the nodes because this is where, again, you're understanding what is no longer in resonance for you, but then you're opening up to what's next and what you do want to call in to take its place. Now, I'm feeling a strong message to complete this episode with a visualization that will energetically support you in making the most of this week, as well as the Cancer full moon. So of course, trust what you're feeling or visualizing as I describe what I'm seeing here. So if you were to focus on yourself in the center of concentric circles, So you are in the center, you being the individual energy, then there is a family energy around you, which is the next concentric circle. Then outside of that, there's another circle that is community, and that is outside of the family circle. And then outside of that is a bigger circle around the energy of humanity. So there are essentially four energies here individual, family, community, humanity and trust whatever you're seeing around this and maybe you're visualizing it as a flat surface, but I'm seeing these energies come to life in more of a 3D activation Merkaba. So the energy is not simply flat, it is pulsing with individual frequencies. It's very alive and in fact, it's starting to take shape and form into a Merkaba or a globe or whatever it looks like for you. But what I'm seeing here is that especially during the cancerful moon that is working with the energy of Sirius, again, Sirius being the brightest star and being our spiritual sun, there is the potential here to release Any energy cords that are connected to the past, past versions of yourself, past experiences, anything that is alive and active in you that isn't about the present timeline or the present moment, And I'm seeing this as chains, like not just cords, but chains. It feels a little heavier. It could even feel a little bit denser. Almost like, do you feel like you're being held captive or hostage from energies from the past or something that you know you've outgrown? And so this can be confusing if you're feeling like, but I'm not really connected to this or this isn't really alive in me. Just trust, trust whatever is coming up for you. But it feels like we have beautiful support to be released from any energies that are holding us back, holding us in a particular timeline, experience, emotion, anything that you've truly outgrown. And I feel this energy coming through, and it's almost like a blast of cosmic energy that comes from this Uranus, because Uranus is working favorably with this Cancer full moon to set us free from something. And so you could be feeling a release from anything from your past, from previous versions of yourself, maybe from even emotions or feelings you've been circulating in and you didn't know what to do with them. This could also be something where you're being lightened of density, being lightened of energy that has been unable or unwilling to travel forward with you. So there's something here where the energy feels like it's moving through the individual, family, community, humanity. It's setting us Free from previous versions of self that we don't need to put energy into anymore. It also feels like some kind of emotional release, emotional awareness. Again, going back to emotional evolution, what do you need support evolving, and how can you work with this Cancer full moon in your best and highest good to set yourself free in a way that is best? For your energy, for your heart, for your emotional well being, for the parts of you that are ready to grow. And that is actually a key word with cancer. It's what's ready to grow and blossom and develop because there's support for that if you're willing to prune, prune away what is complete, prune away what is holding you back. And so in this visualization, You could feel some kind of energy cord or chain to your family, to community, to humanity, but check in with the energy of that. Is it pure and true? Does it feel crystalline? Does it feel that it's supporting what you need right now? And if not, you might feel ready to prune, cut it free, cut yourself free, And allow a chapter to close out. And so I offer that in case it resonates or supports you with anything that you're moving through, especially as we begin this new calendar year and we move into the very big energies of 2023. On Monday's podcast, I'll be talking about the Saturn and Pisces energy signatures, which will be quite interesting I also have some podcast episodes coming up for you on Mondays looking at the crossover years of Pluto moving into Aquarius. So we have a lot of big things that we will dive into here in the coming weeks. And for those of you who are a little bit more advanced in your astrological studies and knowledge, keep in mind that I now have for you the astrology class on how to read your progress chart. And this is still on sale. It's still available for you to look at the energies of your progress chart to understand the bigger timing of your life because your progress chart shows you more of your life milestones. It's a different timeline of your own energy. It shows how your energy is designed to unfold in this lifetime as well as the significant years and events that you at a soul level are here to experience. So please check out that course if it calls to you. You're going to start to see even more that's happened in your life. Also, what is coming up for you, how to track it, how to be aware of it, and how to work with it. I have been following my own progressed chart, and my progressed moon is making a big final completion in March. It's an energy that started for me back in January 1996. So this is again one of the timelines that a progressed chart taps you into. So I've been aware of this. I'm like okay there's some big things that are cycling out at this time. I'm working with it. I'm trusting it and I understand that it pertains to everything I've been going through since 1996. So if you need even more astrology to learn or understand in your life, do check out this progress chart class and you'll start connecting the dots on more things you've been feeling and moving through. And I also want to thank those of you who have signed up to join us in Sedona. Such a wonderful group of people signing up to meet and connect with in person. So delighted and we're going to have an amazing time. We have room in the Sedona experience still because we're in a bigger space. So please check that out if you would like to attend the Awakening Astrology Retreat. This is about embodying energies. We look at your astrology chart. Each person, you get your astrology chart from me and we go through five specifics in your chart and then we do energy work embodiment work, activations, meditations, all kinds of things to really open up these energies into their fullness and connect you to more of your energy signature. So we are excited to connect with you in the powerful Vortex Energies of Sedona. It's happening March 3rd, 4th, and 5th. We are meeting at the Sedona Creative Life Center, and we do have a block of rooms reserved for our group at the Arabella Hotel Sedona. Now, I didn't realize, but this is one of the busiest times in Sedona, and it makes sense when you think about how it's a shoulder season and people are traveling, the weather's great. So do book your accommodations sooner rather than later. And be sure and sign up for this astrology experience like no other, and join us for some really powerful activations and also good connections. Like you meet new friends. You meet people who are on the same wavelength, who share the same interest. And this is our third time doing this experience in less than nine months. And we have had some wonderful friendships develop, some great connections. And I know that so many are ready for this. You want new life. You want new friends. So I hope this lines up for you. Details are below the podcast here if it's something that you can attend and join us for. So I will be back every Monday and Wednesday for another podcast episode. Happy New Year to you. Thank you so much for joining me and I look forward to what we are going to co-create going into this year. You can find out more about me at online, and I'm also on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Keep in mind that I am posting on Instagram and Facebook the transits. So if you want more specifics or details of the transits happening every day, I'm putting up posts for you on Instagram and Facebook that can help you understand the energy of each day. So have a beautiful Cancer full moon, a beautiful week ahead, and I look forward to connecting with you again soon.